So this border situation is really getting kind of nuts at the moment. Uh, just about every time I log into social media, I'm seeing some more emotional, tear-joking, sentimentality, estrogen-laced fantasy land, wherein resources are infinite, and any time you deny resources to anyone, it's because you hate them and want them dead. Like you're just denying oxygen to people laboring on their last iron lung breath of mortality. And the latest, of course, is a woman who has wonderfully manicured nails and eyebrows by Zorro and perfect makeup who was crying about her toddler who died after she crossed the border illegally into the United States within some sort of detention. I've heard various stories. I've seen pictures of her looking healthy and happy with her baby's pierced ears in uh, Mexico, uh, I think it is. But she crossed over to the border and she was detained. And then at some point, some people say sooner, some people say later, her baby died in custody. Now that, of course, to me would indicate that her baby was unwell before she crossed over or got sick during the crossover. In which case, how can, how can the American taxpayers be blamed for a woman seemingly without a father or a husband who brings a toddler across a desert to a highly dangerous border crossing? If you bring your child to the commission of a crime, that's on you. That's not on the American taxpayer. If you bring a toddler to a home invasion, to breaking into a home, and the toddler gets injured or hurt, that's on you. It's not on the American taxpayers. And if you bring a toddler when you are trying to break into a country in the commission of a crime in a very dangerous cartel-controlled neighborhood, that's on you. That is not on the American taxpayer in any conceivable way, shape, or form. So this is stuff that I just find completely incomprehensible. How is it white people's fault? How is it the American taxpayer's fault that this woman chooses to make this dangerous trek with her toddler? And they're not coming for freedom. So, oh, I want a chance for a better life. No, that's not true. What you want is a chance to get your heavily manicured fingers into the wallets of the American taxpayer. And I cannot I refuse anymore to have more sympathy for people and their children than they have for themselves and their own children. Why should I care more about your child than you do? It doesn't work. It doesn't make sense. And it's going to swamp and drown us all in an endless baby bird feeding outstretched fingers of taxpayer pocketbook pillaging. I can't do it. I can't. I've whether it's compassion fatigue or, or empathy burnout or pathological altruism short circuit, I don't know, but I am, I'm out of it. I'm done. I, like, I'm absolutely done. Because they're not coming for freedom. They're coming for free stuff. I want a better life. No, you want free healthcare. You want free education. You want free roads. You want to gain the fruits of a civilization hard won from a wilderness without actually having to go through the significant effort of building that civilization. Can you imagine trying to cut down the back 40 and plant a farm? with those heavily manicured nails and that perfect makeup? How was she released from custody? How is she testifying in front of Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez? How is any of this happening? It makes no sense. Can you just be released from a detention center, get perfect makeup and hair done and get a perfect manicure and then go and wring some crocodile tears of Democrat immigrant pillaging sympathy out of AOC? It makes no sense at all. This is all staged. It's all a photo op. Is it even her kid? I don't know. Who knows at this point? It's just a heavily sentimentalized, onrushing estrogen grab at the wallets of the nation. And I cannot anymore care for people 
and their children more than they care for their own children. If you, if you don't care enough about your child to not take your child on a dangerous border crossing, if you don't care enough for your child to apply for asylum in the honorable, decent, legal way to show yourself at a port of entry, to apply at an embassy, if you, if you don't care about enough for your, for your child to do the process safely, and then you ask me to cry because your child has died, I can't do it. I can't do it. This is like the pathological altruism curse of the white race, which is, oh, we care so much about everyone else, even more than they care about themselves, and that's just going to work out fine. Because there was originally in the West these things called friendly societies where you paid in your dues and you got great stuff out of it. Like you worked and you paid. It was kind of like a union, but it was voluntary, and it encompassed things like the provision of health care and, and uh, unemployment insurance and old age insurance and just accidental death and 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 uh, dismemberment insurance and, and injury insurance so you paid into it and if something bad happened you got out of it and you it was, it was an amazing system it was about a hundred years ago like the shriners and and uh, these lodges and so on like the dim echoes of all this kind of stuff it was an amazing system and for one day's wages you got access to a doctor for 365 days of the year and that's one of the reasons why doctors hated it is is it drove down what they wanted to uh, charge for people. So this system wherein you paid into sort of social insurance and then you got security out of it was a great system. Now then it was killed by regulations, it was killed by the government and it was finally displaced by the welfare state. But the welfare state is different. So insurance of course works through uncertainty. You cannot apply for fire insurance for your house when your house is currently on fire because there's no uncertainty, there's no doubt. You cannot apply for, I don't know, uh, uh, insurance against getting cancer when you've already been diagnosed with cancer. There has to be uncertainty in the future in order for insurance to work. And you have to have more people paying in that are taking out, right? That's just the way it works. So the way that the welfare state was originally conceived of was quite simple. It was, well, we've got a bunch of taxpayers who are paying into the system. Every now and then something bad is going to happen that was unforeseen and Strangely enough, regulations and other things have driven away these friendly societies, so we're going to give people a safety net, right? A soft place to fall if something accidental and unforeseen happens that isn't covered by regular insurance and blah, blah, blah. But you had to pay into the system and you had to accidentally lose your job, right? Because if you got fired for unemployment insurance, if you got fired, you, you couldn't get it. So it had to be like layoffs or something like that, right? So it had to be uncertain in terms of the future. There's no way that insurance can work. And this is one of the things now that has happened to American healthcare system, the American healthcare system is this. They say, well, you can't deny people for pre-existing conditions. And that comes out of this weird World War II thing where employers weren't allowed to um, uh, charge, uh, they weren't allowed to give raises to people. And so they just paid their health insurance instead, which was the best thing that they could do. But then your health insurance was tied to the job. And if you switch jobs and blah, 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 right? So in America, in a lot of places, in a lot of ways, you are not allowed to be denied for pre-existing conditions. What does that mean? Well, it means that people wait until they get sick until they get health insurance, right? And that's one of the reasons why Obama had to force you to buy health insurance. It's just endless regulations, escalations of more and more red tape. So you have to be healthy before you get health insurance. Once you're sick, it doesn't work. And this is one of the basic fundamental mathematical realities of life. Now, how, is thing, how have things changed now? With the welfare state, well, you don't need to have worked and paid into the system and then be subject to something bad that happened, right? 
because uncertainty has been taken out of the equation. And people say, oh, nature was it a, America was a nation of immigrants. Nope. False. False on just about every level. First of all, it was a nation of settlers. Settlers are very different from immigrants. Settlers come out and carve the country and immigrants come and enjoy the fruits of their labor. So, no, nation of settlers, not of immigrants. Secondly, uh, if people say, well, it was a nation of, of, of immigrants and you've got, like, my, hold my lamp beside the golden door and the Statue of Liberty in the 19th century, it's like, okay, well, then that was all white immigration. Uh, America was created as a white ethnostate, a white Christian, largely Protestant ethnostate. Uh, the Irish and the Catholics were a certain amount of challenge to, to integrate, but boy, I'm sure the Somalis will be next in line, no problem. But the reality is that you, you have a job, the idea, let's just say welfare or unemployment, you have a job, something bad happens, you don't have any savings, we'll tide you over for a couple of weeks till you get a new job, right? There's got to be uncertainty, you have to have a job being paying into it, right? Well, the welfare state, right? Oh, your husband got hit by a truck on his way to mail his life insurance check, that's really unfortunate, so we don't want you to live in the gutter, so uh, let's give you some, some money and so on. And the more children you have, the more money we're going to give you because you've got mouths to feed and so on. But that's all nonsense now. Because now you don't ever have to have paid into the system. And now you can specifically come to a country knowing for sure that you're going to be taking out more than you put in. And again, insurance can't work that way. And the welfare state was supposed to replicate some of the facets of insurance, which means you don't know if there's going to be a disaster but if a disaster happens. So when people, let's say this woman, right, she comes in, she's got a baby. She comes in, she's not paid anything into the system because she's been in another, in another country. She's not paid anything into the system and she's already a liability for sure. For, for sure, she, even if she gets a job, but of course, if she gets a job, then her money's all going to go into childcare, right? So she's not going to add anything to the economics of America, she's going to in fact take an enormous amount from the economics of America. She's coming in, she has a sick child, she has no husband, boom, 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 she's automatically gonna be taking out, and it's true. I mean, the illegals in particular take out $7 in resources for every dollar they pay in taxes. So in this situation, you're trying to set up an insurance system where people who are already sick apply for health insurance, and people whose houses are already on fire are the only people applying for fire insurance. And people who have already lost their jobs are the only people imply, applying for unemployment insurance. So it can't, it can't possibly work. And I understand the actions of each individual, but there have to be sane people in the world who push back against this system which cannot work. It cannot mathematically continue. And for America to open its borders, and of course the, the plan, <clears throat> This, this hysterical escalation of this open borders rhetoric and provision of free health care, it's just a way to bring people into the country who are going to reliably vote or fraudulently vote for the Democrats or appeal to demographics who are already voting and further cement their vote for the Democrats, right? They can't win against Donald Trump. They can't win against a record high stock market. They can't win against low uh, unemployment. They simply can't win. And they've lost credibility because they predicted all these disasters and these disasters did not come to, to, to fruition. So they can't win. And, and whoever they're going to field is just going to be some, you know, leftist lunatic who can't add uh, the number of toes they have together and get to anything close to 10. So what are they going to do? Well, they're going to open the borders as much as humanly possible. They're going to bribe people to come into the country. There's going to be massive voter fraud. And that's the plan. And that's the plan. So by 2020, America, the experiment that did not even last a quarter of a millennia, it will be 244 years 
and it will come down to that.